Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast, a podcast for the imperfect church and the imperfect pastors that lead them. I'm Ryan Reed. And I am John Martin. And this is the Imperfect Church Podcast. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. We got some stats today. <laughs> uh, we do. We're going to start off our podcast with some t- stats on stats on stats. Some statistics. They say, you know, 89% of all statistics are true. I heard it was 89% were made up, but <laughs> oh, okay. you go ahead. I thought I was wrong. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, the pastor schedule. So how is it that the pastor ought to uh, ought to order his life? Ah. Yeah, day to day and uh, and also in a, in a bigger scale as well, week to week. Week how? to week. Month to month, year to year kind of deal. Well, would and, you say? Uh, would you say decade to decade? <laughs> we could. Uh, would you say? Um, no, go ahead. We could say whatever you want to say, Ryan. Uh, so uh, I got some information. Uh, interestingly enough, from uh, Tom Rainer. Okay. Yeah, you know he puts out Tom <laughs> Rainer every once in a while puts out statistics. Yeah, really. And uh, seven points, five points. He's good at the pointing. It's good. Uh, uh, Tom Rainer. If you don't get his daily email, I think you ought to. Mm-hmm. It's it's good stuff. So he he has this article entitled how many hours does a pastor work each week okay all right so you want to take a guess this is like pastors being asked how many hours do you work during the week you you want to guess how many uh not you other no i know right i understand that i'm just trying to figure out what pastors would say yeah um 50 hours 50 hours. Okay. Yeah. Have you read this article? No, I haven't. Is that it? Did I get it right? <laughs> so, because you're trying to figure out were pastors humble about it? Right. That's right. Or were they boastful about that's it? That's right. right. And I would say, so, I would say that they're, they're, they would say more than 40, but okay. not like 60, right? 50. Yeah. 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 Is it yeah. 50? Well, it, I'll, I'll tell you if you'll be patient. Okay. Go ahead. So, in the, in a 2013 Twitter poll, which you know those Twitter polls. Oh, yeah. They're I mean, very scientific. They are highly scientific. Uh-huh. So, 47% said they worked 40 to 49 hours. Okay. Forty percent said they worked fifty to fifty nine hours. Okay. So if you did some union math, right, it's about 50 it's about hours. fifty. Okay, <laughs> something like that. I'll take that. But in a two thousand and eight Lifeway research poll, which I'm going to say a little more, a little, a little more legitimate, right? We hope uh, of of part time and full time pastors. Okay. So there, there's a little difference. Right. Okay. Nineteen uh-huh. percent said forty to forty nine hours. Thirty percent said fifty to fifty nine hours, okay. and twenty seven percent said sixty to sixty nine hours. Okay, which again, he, he Tom Rainer says the median work week on either one of those polls uh-huh. equals fifty hours. Okay, so so basically, what we're saying as ministers is contrary to popular belief, uh-huh. we work more than a day and a half. Okay, Sunday and Wednesday. Yeah. It's about 50 hours a week. About 50 hours. So, okay, so we got a couple things here. So when dealing with stats, especially opinion stats, how much do you think you work a week? Um, I'm, I'm not <laughs> Does saying, this count? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying that what we see from this study is that on average, pastors believe that yeah. they work more than a 40-hour week. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that every pastor does. Right. Um, but let me tell you something else that's interesting, that, that, and I don't know where I read it. It may have been in that article, mm-hmm. but there are some pastors who believe that that they ought to work as much as the person in the pew works. Uh-huh. So they were talking about how the person in the pew works an average 40 hours a week, right? right. I mean, mm-hmm. we would say it's yeah. probably more than that on some and less than others. But but what pastors are saying is that they're working 10 hours more than the ordinary person in the pew. Right. But if you, if you consider, follow me, okay? I'm following. What you're asking of your church members mm-hmm. is... About eight hours a week. Yeah. So you're asking for 
two hours on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. two or two and a half hours, two and a half hours on Sunday night, maybe two hours on Wednesday. So basically, what Tom Rader is saying is is that the pastor works just as much as the layman plus church. Mm-hmm. You, you follow me? Right, I follow. So I, I think that's pretty good. Okay. I think that's pretty accurate. I think. Yeah. Okay. But you disagree? No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I see where you're coming from. Um, and, and I and I think. I think what we see, there's two sides to this story, right? Yeah. Um, like like anything else, um, there are two sides of the ditch to watch yeah, out for. Yeah, that's right. Um, there is uh, the the side of the lazy pastor, uh, where there is an accountability, which and we so, all know him, right? And he's on the podcast, <laughs> right? Um, and his name is not John, right? Uh, so there's this side where there is not accountability to check into the office. Yes. And so you keep up with your own hours, you work your own hours, yeah. you create yeah. your own schedule, and you may say, if someone asks you, hey, how much do you work? You'd say, oh, I work 50 hours. Right. But are you actually working that much? Yeah. Uh, so there's yeah. that side of it that I think that I think is, is worthy of consideration mm-hmm. to make sure that we aren't being lazy. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side of it, the workaholic pastor yeah. uh, that can't put the phone down at supper, right? Right. right. And so there are these two dangers, and I think both can be corrected with a good theology of work. I think so too, because a good theology of work includes the call to be active, right. and working, but it also includes rest. The call to rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so start us. I know so, what you're going to say. We could go all the way back to the book of Genesis. We are going to go all the way back to the Bible, right? <laughs> the, the the very beginning, uh, Genesis, uh, the first eleven chapters of Genesis hold so much. Uh, foundational truths for us. Yeah. Uh, we can't write them off, especially when we're building theology. Sure. Uh, and we sure. want to begin with the theology of the Sabbath rest. God works and then God rests. That's right. And then we see that the concept of work that God gives man to be fruitful and multiply, yeah. uh, to steward the earth well, right? Uh, yep. Uh, this idea of priestly work that Adam and Eve have, that is given before the fall of man. So work is inherently good. And I think if we follow that biblical theology all the way past the fall, all the way to redemption and consummation, uh-huh. that idea of work will be present in the new heaven and the new earth. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we want to make sure that work is not seen as uh, as something to be avoided, sure, but something to be done and done well. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I think I, I refer back to a Matt Chandler sermon uh, that I've, I've referred to, I think, Last time we were together, maybe not on a podcast, but just together. Matt Chandler talks about You mean how Mike Chandler? <laughs> Matt Chandler. Did you see that, Mike Chandler? No, I did not. Uh, he did a he did an article for Vox, an interview with him. Yeah. And they said, evangelical theologian Mike Chandler <laughs> no. addresses this. No, so. not on that interview. He talks about how we ought to work and how men ought to go to bed tired. Okay, yeah. You uh-huh. heard that? Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, I do think we ought to look at work as uh, as an opportunity of service right, right? and balance that work uh, the theology of work with the theology of rest as well mm-hmm. so uh, we are called as pastors to a particular task and that is to equip the saints for the work that mm-hmm. uh, that lays ahead of them and so that requires effort on yeah, our behalf it does. and so uh, so we need to be sure that we put forth that effort not leaning into becoming a workaholic right but we need to lean into rest, not leaning too far into becoming lazy. That's right. So that's where we need to try to find today, I think, we need to try to find that balance and to encourage one another as ministers not to be one or the other. That's right. That's right. There, there's a mercy in the Sabbath, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the Sabbath was not given um, to burden us. The Sabbath mm. was given on 
from God's mercy toward yeah. us. And so yeah, we want to yeah. understand that the Sabbath becomes, Sabbath rest or rest in general becomes a burden when we lean too far into it and become mm-hmm. lazy or yeah. when we neglect it altogether. Yeah. The Sabbath is given for mercy. And so uh, work also is given um, for the from the grace of God, he gave us work, gave us things to do with our hands. Yeah. Uh, and for pastors, that involves uh, church work. Yeah, it does. It does. It, it requires office work. It requires work. visitation work. That's it. It requires sermon work. Sermon prep. I mean, there are several different things that it does that it does require. The difficulty I think a lot of us pastors have, because of the lack of real accountability day to day, is is how you structure your week. Like what what your what your day to day schedule looks like so i i doubt this about you but call me a liar do you structure your day out you're a liar sorry (laughs) day by day hour by hour do you know monday morning at 10 this is what ryan's going to do how how do you schedule your week uh it's it's not that quite that uh structured uh it, it has been in the past um, but because of life circumstances and having a, a toddler, you never know what's right, going on. Right. Uh, but the way I structure my week is um, I, I begin in, in the morning. I, I try to wake up as early as I can without mm-hmm. waking my son up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I try to spend the mornings in in work, yeah, in spiritual yeah. work. So yeah. um, I, I've in the past, I've gone down to the church office. Uh, sure. Most recently, I set up my office outside. It's been mm-hmm. nice enough in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bring out bring out a desk and your books. Yeah. And, yeah. And so what I try we to do is... We saw you giving those self-righteous uh, That's Twitter right. Self-righteous, picks. man. I tell you. If Studying I had, my Bible, drinking had, my coffee. That's right. That's right. If I had uh, some good <laughs> filters, it'd make me look really <laughs> spiritual. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I begin... Um, Say around uh, seven thirty eight or so. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll stay outside or in my office working uh, on uh, on my sermon, sermon mm. prep, um, spiritual, um, taking care of my own soul, watching over right, my own soul. Right. So I do that from eight to um one or two. Something like that, mm-hmm. twelve, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, depending on the day. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's earlier than that. Sometimes uh, if I'm if I'm at home and I hear my son having a meltdown, yeah. sometimes I have to go check on it. Sure, right. Sure. Uh, something some things happen. My wife right now is uh, in her first trimester of pregnancy, so yeah. my work schedule is often um, shaken up a little bit uh, because <laughs> yeah. of that. Because sometimes she just she needs me to be more hands on right. with with uh, Knox, and so um, so that's that's my idea. Uh, now when mm-hmm. I was in school. Um, I I did write out a schedule every day. This yeah. is what I was doing from this point to this point. I was yeah. working on this yeah. class at this time. I was making this visit at this time. Yeah. Um, but in- interesting enough, I read a, I read an article in the uh, in the newspaper this morning mm-hmm. in the Meridian Star by a pastor in Meridian named John Temple. Yeah. Uh, he's pastoring in a town near us, and uh, John Temple's article this morning was was on making to do list. Uh-huh. And that's what you're saying yeah, you did. Absolutely. You I, had that to-do list. I operate on to-do list because I find that if I don't make to-do list, I don't do anything. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's as simple as that. I've yeah. got to write out to-do list. And yeah, so yeah. one of the things that I try to do is I try to write at least five to six things that I must do that day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I found out for me, I work great in the cool morning. Mm-hmm. But when afternoon comes, I don't work well. You know, it's interesting. I, I have just learned this about myself. So mm-hmm. from 6 a.m., Till noon is my prime time. That's it. 
and uh, afternoon I have to do something on my feet. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's just it. it's just my schedule is better that way. And so uh, so this morning because I had so much to do, I was at the office at six. Yeah, and uh, and and I will I will do my best work in the morning. And learning that about yourself, I think, is really important. That's right. Some people work better in the afternoon. That's right. They're Some night people, owls. That's right. Some people work better uh, when everybody goes to bed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, but you need to find that time that works best for you. And I think yeah. that leads in uh, whatever time that is. That leads into our dead man talking. Um, so today, our dead man talking is from um, uh, a man that many of you may know, A.W. Pink, uh, pastor of yesteryear. He said, the minister of the gospel is to be no slacker and shirker, but rather a workman that needeth not be ashamed. Whether he rises early or finds it more expedient to burn the midnight oil, yeah. he is in honor and duty bound to spend at least as many hours in his study as does the farmer in his field, the clerk in his office, or the laborer in the factory. Yeah. He has no warrant to expect God to use him unless he be industrious and denies himself. Yeah, that's good because that, that hits on that laziness thing that we talked about. But it also hits on the idea of knowing knowing where you operate, you know, the best. And right. So, and, and I'll say this too about another resource, kind of piggybacking on that was uh, we just finished in our learning community yeah, the uh-huh. uh, pastor's soul soul uh, by Brian Croft, uh-huh. and he he says a similar thing to that. He says, you know, if, if you need to rest. And if rest for you looks like eight hours a night, you need to take you eight need to hours get a night. Yeah. If rest for you looks like six hours a night, you need six hours. That's a right. Night, you know, and so uh, find find that that makes you the most in, most industrious and serve there. Yeah. So I think that's good. And, and I would say as we talk about uh, scheduling your work schedule, um, uh, we talked about uh, making lists. I, I yeah. operate on lists. One yeah. of the other things that I do is I often. I use my list in two ways. One, I will pray through my list yeah. to begin with, uh, praying that the Lord helps me to be studious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I am. I, I'm going to be that, that pastor that I'm going to tend to be more lazy instead of workaholic. Mm-hmm. And so I have to pray in the morning, Lord, don't let I'd me get lazy. I never guessed it. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> don't let me get lazy. Don't let me get comfortable. Help yeah, me yeah. To, to finish this list before I quit today. Yeah. Uh, and then... I take that list. I usually talk to my wife about it in the morning. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you have to do today? Well, this is what yeah, I have to get yeah. done today. Yeah, uh, hold me accountable. Yeah, yeah. You know, if yeah, I if I yeah. if I come back to the house from the office or wherever I'm at, if I come back at eleven o'clock and I say, "Well, none for the day." Yeah, and she says, "What have you done?" And I said, "Well, I piddled on Twitter for thirty minutes. I got on <laughs> yeah. Facebook. You know, yeah, I, yeah. made if, a rap CD. I made a rap CD. Right. <laughs> if that is what I have done, then I have not done enough. Right. Right. Right." Uh, and you so, know, I think this says something about the characteristic of a pastor. Yeah. When, when God, when God is choosing the men who would serve Him professionally, I, I think He so equips us for that work. Uh-huh. And part of that work is self motivation. That's it. It's 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 the ability to be driven. Right. Because there is no one in your office saying, "Ryan, do activity number two. Right. You've got to do that That's yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there there requires a, a, a self motivating ability in there, a being driven that that is required for us in our daily work week. We have to be able to do it on our own because usually no one's walking watching over our shoulder. Yeah. So, uh, so John, what are what's your work week look like? Man, I don't have I don't I don't have I've said this before on here I think I don't have a I don't have a breakdown. I do most of my studying in the morning, mm-hmm. as I've said. Yeah. Afternoons are administrative, usually are uh, are doing visiting or that sort of thing. Um, but uh, but there are some things I know when I get to the office on Monday morning. I work on Mondays. When I get to the office on Monday morning, there are some things I know before I leave that day have to be done. Yeah. I do a Tuesday morning Bible study. 
I have to be prepared for that before I'm done. Yeah. Uh, I have two Wednesday night service, two Wednesday services. I do mm-hmm. a 10 o'clock prayer meeting. I also do a, a Wednesday night worship. Those have to be done by Wednesday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I have Sunday worship. I have Sunday night. Those have to be done by Sunday. So I have those things that I know. Those, those are the things that have to be accomplished right. in my work week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if I am efficient with my time, no problem. Right. No problem getting those done. Mm-hmm. If I if I do exactly what you just said, choose to make a rap CD, yeah, which right. if I do. Oh man, please. It would John, be good. Make a rap CD. <laughs> I want to hear it. We'll then, play it on uh, <laughs> we'll play it on the podcast. Then then uh then I'm not I'm not gonna accomplish what I have to do. So it means again we have to be efficient. And so I, where I, I don't I don't hour to hour my time. I do have uh blocks of time. Mm-hmm. I read something this week about John Piper, how that's kinda how he organizes his life is with blocks. Right. So uh I, I do have blocks. Me too, of but time. right now in this stage of life they're Legos. <laughs> yeah, right. And you're stepping on that's them. That's right, I'm stepping on yeah. them. Mm-hmm. So they're they're blocks of time that I know I'm gonna study in these blocks. I'm gonna do administrative in these blocks, mm-hmm. visit in these blocks. Yeah. And for me that for me that works. But but again, I think it's important to know You've got things that have to be done. There are tasks right. that have to be accomplished before your week is over. Right. And uh, and we have to be so self-driven to accomplish those tasks on our own. Mm-hmm. So, and now, Or you're going to be embarrassed right. when you stand up and that's teach right. and you're not prepared. Absolutely. And that's why I would say uh, for the pastor, make sure that you are accomplishing these things. You know, if, if, if your, your sermon has to be done Sunday morning. Right. Don't say, well, I'll just, I'll study it during Sunday school. Yeah. Right? Yeah, uh, make yeah. sure that, um, that that you are doing work early enough that if something comes up uh, that, that for some reason throws your week off, you can still stand up and faithfully preach that sermon. Yeah. And man, they are going to come up. That's right. It absolutely. may not be week to week, but there's going to come the moment where, you know, you, you say, well, I'm going to do my sermon on Sunday morning. And then Sunday morning at 6 a.m., you get a phone call, somebody's died. That's right. Then, then at 11 o'clock, you have nothing to offer your people mm-hmm. because because you have not been efficient right. with your time. And, and if we believe that God is sovereign, we believe that uh, these interruptions um, are not interruptions for God, then, then right. we want to make sure that we are doing our best to structure our week in such a way yeah, yeah. that we're not, uh, we're not jeopardizing um, what needs to be done. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So you're, you talked about your, your situation a little bit different than mine, but... Um, do, do you have set office hours? Are there, are there times in the week where your people know that you're at the office or do you just depend kind of on mobile, mobile technology, uh, mobile technology? I don't have set office hours for, for a while. Uh, they were, I mean, kind of set. I was, I was going to yeah. be at the office from eight to two. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, that has changed just recently. Um, I would say in the past year or so. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I try to make sure my people know that I'm all, I'm available. Yeah. Um, yeah. Send me a text, uh, shoot me a, a phone call, leave yeah. me a voicemail. I'm available. Yeah. Uh, so that, I, I think one of those things, I think it's good depending on the context, but for me, I think it's good to have office hours Yeah. Mm-hmm. so that my people know there are times whether they're eight to 12 Monday through Thursday, right. or whatever they may be, people know they can come and, and to the office and there's going to be a minister there. Right. Now, and I know, again, that's a context difference. That's thing. right. It is. And, uh, and I don't think you need to be so regimented on your hours that you miss opportunities of ministry. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, because again, and I think this is something we really need to talk about. We as pastors have to recognize that people are more important than the task That's it. Mm-hmm. to accomplish. Yeah. And, uh, and how we make sure that we place people over just accomplishing tasks is that we schedule people mm-hmm. in, our, in our weekly And uh, there's activities. a balance there, right? Uh, yeah. the, the sermon is important. 
We want to make sure that we are not diminishing the preached word of God. That is important, and you do need time yeah. to study yeah. and, and appropriately, faithfully, obediently preach that word. Sure. But at the same time, you're right. Yeah. Uh, we need to make room for people because yeah. we're in the ministry, and people make up the church. And for some of us, for some of us uh, that are maybe more introverted than others, it, it can be easy just to sit in the office from eight to four. Yeah. You know, and dream of that cubicle job. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> where you don't have to see anybody. Uh, but again, that's that's not the task that we've been called to. Yeah. So uh, so we have to make sure we place we we place people as a priority over administrative Excel worksheets. Yeah, and I, and you know sometimes that's uh, creating um, boundaries. It is. Right. It is. Uh, maybe it's saying I'm going to be in the office from eight to two, and then if you're blessed enough to have a secretary uh, yeah. to be able to tell her, hey. Let people know that I have a study time and right, I only right. need emergencies to interrupt me during this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but every time else, come on in. You know. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's making those boundaries. Uh, maybe it's just I'm not good at that. Are, are you good at boundaries? I, I, I'm not. Uh, but thankfully. Uh, for for my church, they have already set boundaries, right? Yeah. So if I'm at the church working and they come down, they'll come on in. They'll talk to me for a while. Uh, if they have to be out of the church for for a little bit, mm-hmm. they'll come in almost apologetically. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to interrupt you. Sorry. And yeah. I have to say, no, no, come on in, sit down, let's talk a little yeah. bit, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I have to kind of break down those boundaries a little bit uh, because they go the other w- way with right. it. Right, right. Uh, so I think there's a healthy balance in there, right? Yeah, yeah, there is. And and again, I think the only thing we want to we want to press out here in this section is to recognize don't just let your don't just let your call be task oriented right it needs to be bigger than that. that's right so your your daily your weekly schedule needs to include time with people that's right uh, and and, uh, and again for some of us that's a problem for others you know for the extroverted person they want to stay that's out. right yeah they they get their energy from being in groups right. of people and so the inside work may be more difficult mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and so again knowing yourself that's helps it. you to understand that that's a little it. bit better mm-hmm. one of the big struggles that we have uh both of us because we're we're parents mm-hmm. is making sure that we balance that family time and church time because yeah. you talked about one of the dangers is is becoming a workaholic that's it mm-hmm. And I think we we've got this uh, historical precedent of of pastors working and and neglecting their their families. Yeah. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not casting a stereotype. I'm right. just saying I've heard it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we we need to be sure that we balance time with our families. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when again that's one of those things we have to be intentional about. You're you're in a situation where you you're with your family. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, but maybe there's some other some other things that you do to make sure you protect that family time. Yeah, and I, I do. I mean one, uh, you know, this morning I we hadn't talked a lot about our kids on here. Um uh, no, but we, we have kids, you know. Um I have a, uh, a We don't have kids together. We don't have kids together, no. Um <laughs> we haven't we haven't done that. Um we have a podcast together. <laughs> Uh, uh, but we do not have kids together. Thank you, John. <laughs> uh, no, I have a, a two-year-old who's going to be three in November, uh, and Knox is a fireball. I mean, he is just—he's uh, going all the time. Yeah. Uh, this morning, uh, he—he's an early riser when we hate it. Uh, so we, <laughs> it doesn't matter how late we keep him up; he's going to get up early. And so yeah, this morning, yeah. um, he was up at five. Wow. Uh, and so we're, we're working on a potty training. And so this morning at 530, he peed in the floor. Um, and that's my life. You know, that's what I'm doing at 530. I'm spending time with him. I'm, I'm cleaning awesome. up pee on the floor, all that good stuff. Uh, but my wife and I have a system worked out 
to um, I take my my Sabbath on Monday. Yeah, and so I sleep I sleep in on Monday, and by sleep mm-hmm. in that means I don't have to get up at five when Knox gets up. Right, right. Uh, so right. she gets up. Yeah. Um, Saturday she sleeps in, and yeah. then we have other days where uh, we're not necessarily sleeping in. Um, but, but we're not the one getting up at five. Right, and so yeah. uh, Tuesdays she gets up with him if he gets up earlier than seven yeah, 30 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then she has uh, Friday. Um, yeah. so today I was up early with him peeing in the floor, right? <laughs> um, but one of the things that I try to do, one of the most uh, difficult things about having your office at home, uh, yeah. which I have an office at home and an office at church. Uh, when I first got married, it wasn't a child that I had to, to deal with. It was it was my loving newlywed wife mm-hmm. who found it very easy to ask me questions or to come yeah. in and say something. You know, she yeah. got bored, and so she'd come and see me. And so right. I had to move my office to the church. I told sure, her, sure. you're the reason, right? <laughs> um, uh, so uh, now it's my office is at home, and Knox knows I'm in there. Yeah. And so I hear, Daddy, Daddy. Right, <laughs> and, right, and it's right. not it's not annoying. It's I want to go play with him. Sure, right? sure. I would much rather be playing dinosaurs in the floor yeah, than, yeah, yeah, than yeah. dealing with yeah. whatever I'm dealing with. Yeah. And so sometimes for me it is I, I need to get out of the house. Yeah. I need to uh, to to make time for work. But then one of the things that I do is that uh, he's going to take a nap from twelve till two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I try to be home. Uh, whenever he's up from his nap, and I try yeah. to, to take that time from two to five or whatever yeah. uh, to make sure that I'm spending time with family. Yeah, yeah. and that sometimes that means hey, Knox is coming with me on a church visit. Right, you know, right, right. Um, whatever yeah. the afternoon looks like, he he's going to be involved. I'm going to yeah. spend time with him. Yeah, that's good, and that's one of those things we have to be very intentional about. My kids are older than that. Uh, I have a 15 year old and a 10 year old, and so uh, it's a little bit it's a little bit different for us, right. you know, but. Uh, but I think we have to be intentional about spending time with our with our family and making that time uh, where it's just them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so uh, so that means getting rid of phones. And uh, one of our things is sitting down at the dinner table together, yeah. uh-huh. which uh, which is really hard when you have a fifteen year old and a ten year old, yeah, just because of the busyness of life, That's right. right? And so every opportunity that we have, as much as we can. We're going to sit down. If we're all four at home and uh, my wife is cooking supper, we're going to sit down and eat supper together. Yeah. So, and, and, and that doesn't happen as often as we would like, but, but the pastor schedule is not going to afford you that time unless you force it. That's right. Because you're yeah. going to always have someone calling. You're going to always have some need. I mean, even sitting here today, we've had phone calls. We've had yeah. text messages of people that, you know, are, are calling us and not annoying us, but they're, they're, they're that's, wanting that's to know ministry, things about right? it. It's yeah. what it is. Yeah. People over task. That's right. And so we, if we're going to spend time with our families, it has to be intentional. That's right. That's not the only, and that's not the only place that has to be intentional though. Our rest has to also that's be it. intentional. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to me to talk about this idea of Sabbath mm-hmm. because we, we see Sabbath as a, Monday through Sunday issue, mm-hmm. but uh, Sabbath is bigger than that, right. right? And it's a bigger problem than that for most pastors. Yeah. So, uh, so how how do you see the the different areas of Sabbath that pastors need to be taking advantage of? Uh, well, you know, I think it starts. It does start with with the the Sunday experience, right? Uh, Sunday for pastors is a work day, and so if yeah. Sunday is a work day, you need another day um, for spiritual. Uh, refreshment, yeah. right? Rejuvenation. Uh, you need to pick a day. Um, mm-hmm. Mine right now is Monday. Uh, Monday is probably not the best day, but right now that's what I'm sticking with. Yeah. Uh, John, yours is Friday, right? It is supposed um, to be. Supposed to be, right? <laughs> and and part of that is guarding, I just said I was in the office right? at six this morning. Yeah, that's right. So guarding that <clears throat> and saying. Uh, humbly, right? The church has existed for a hundred yeah, years yeah. without me. It doesn't need yeah. need me to come in I'm on not Friday good at, that at humility six, thing. right? I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not good at right. that. 
Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's hard one because um, for me, I find that if I have my Sabbath set aside for Monday, mm-hmm. uh, but I know. I know, uh, you know, I messed up and uh, Friday I was supposed to work hard and Friday I didn't do squat. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to justify it and say, well, then I'll take this day. Yeah. Or yep. Uh, when a doctor's appointment is on Monday or yeah. something else, you know, something happens, uh, that mindset uh, sometimes shifts in where I have to make up for it. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. part of the idea of the Sabbath uh, it goes all the way back to the theology of the Sabbath mm-hmm. that Jesus is our Sabbath rest. Yeah. We yeah. need to rest in him. Sure. And then work in physical rest, spiritual rest into our schedules. Yeah, and you know, I go back to that Brian Croft thing as well. It it, it starts with laying your head down at night and being able to go to sleep. That's it. It it continues forward in having a day of rest, whether it be Monday, Thursday, Friday, whatever day that is. And and it continues on taking time monthly, Mm -hmm. taking time every year to Sabbath with your family. Yeah. What's interesting? We were talking about uh, we were talking about sabbaticals, sabbaticals with yeah. uh, with some friends of ours uh, just recently, actually in, in our learning community. That in comes our up learning a bunch, community, and uh, and I I said that I would love to take a sa- a sabbatical after ten years of ministry at, at my church, which I'm not terribly far from that. And uh, and one of our friends said, "Have you used all your vacation time this year?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and the answer was no. Yeah. I, mean, I still have 10 days of vacation and I haven't taken it yet. And he said in a loving and compassionate way. Right. And why, would your, only he could. Yeah, why would your church offer you a sabbatical if you won't even take your vacation? Yeah. And that's, that's a good rebuke. Man, right? it is. It is. And it, it has made me begin to think about uh, this, this arrogance that you're talking about. Right. Yeah. I admit it, man. I can't be out two Sundays in a row. Man, this church. What, what would happen? <laughs> you know, right. You know, like, yeah. Like they 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 existed many many Sundays without you. Right, they're going to be okay without you for two Sundays right. in a row, and that sort of thing is, is something that we need to do. And I'm I'm preaching to myself as the imperfect pastor. Yeah, I need to take my vacation. Mm-hmm. I, I need to take advantage of my day off. I need to be sure that I'm resting. If it means sleeping my eight hours or whatever it is it requires of yeah. me, I need to sleep that time. Mm-hmm. I need to take I need to take some time uh, with my spouse. I need to take some time right. with my kids. Yeah. Um, all of those things are important for the pastor's schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think this, this boils down really to one of my favorite quotes in church history uh, by uh, um, St. Anselm, a middle, middle, medieval um, church theologian, uh, and he said, work hard, play hard, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. No, but work hard, <laughs> play, and that's, that's the Eat, idea. Eat, drink, be married. That's right, that's right. No, we need to, we need to as pastors, work hard. Yes. We have been given a divine calling, yes. and our, our boss, right, yeah. is not just the local church yeah, it is yeah. god almighty That's and we right. need to understand that we are working uh, we are accountable for how we work yeah um, and we need to prayerfully ask god to make us something that we're not good yeah, workers yeah. right a workman that need not be ashamed yeah uh, but at the same time we need to rest hard we need to play hard with our family uh, we need to love them and be and, and be able to take some take some time off from from the work of the church and say this is your time yeah um Finding that balance is crucial to it our is. ministries. It is. Uh, and sometimes that, that takes having loving um, brothers and sisters who can come along and say, hey, yeah. you can't have a sabbatical until you take your vacation, <laughs> right? Yeah. You've got to have those That's voices. good, man. It's a good it's word. It's great. It's great. It is a good word. And, 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 you know, we all need to be held accountable in that fact. Uh, and we need to be asking ourselves if we're, if we're 
if we're behaving arrogantly yeah. because we won't take our days, if we're being inefficient right. with our time, mm-hmm. uh, that's a stewardship issue it is, yeah. that we all need to be careful with. If God has given you this day, all of us could be better with our time, I think. Mm-hmm. And if God has so given you enough time to accomplish the task that you have. Mm-hmm. People say, you're putting too much on you. And I say, no. Uh, I, I just having to learn to use my time more wisely. That's it, mm-hmm. and and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's that's a good quality to have. Good good use of the time that the Lord has given you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's good. That is good, and we really didn't get into a whole lot of time wasters today. Um, but there are time wasters out there that will suck away your time, and we want to yes. make sure that we uh, we can avoid those and use our time wisely. I, I tell you what, a good way to use your time for John would be. Uh, sitting down with your wife and your family, gathering them around the stereo and playing the Imperfect Church podcast. For them. <laughs> I was going to say maybe your rap CD. Uh, my rap CD, yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, uh, if you want to buy it, <laughs> I-, I am willing to sell it. Yeah, there you um, go. Yeah. No. I-, I will say this. I was listening to another podcast. I may have mentioned this already, but uh, <clears throat> but they were talking about how the simple acts of turning the notifications off on your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so turn and. Turn Twitter notifications off. Yeah. Turn Facebook notifications off. Yeah. Turn the Instagram notification off, just yeah. to name a few. And uh, and even email. Turn those notifications yeah. off. Stop allowing our phones to control us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's begin controlling our phones. That's it. So you you look at you look at your notifications when you when you want to open Facebook. Mm-hmm. You look at it when you want to open Twitter. And we're we're all I think guilty of these time wasters. Yeah. And and one of them one of them definitely is technology mm-hmm. and and we need to be controlling our technology instead of letting the technology That's control right. us. Yeah, it's it's the whole you know Dave Ramsey is famous for saying that with with money, you know, tell your money uh, where it needs to go That's right. and not That's and right. not and not you know disappear with, you know. Yeah. I had the same ideas for time. We need to make sure we we know exactly where our time is. Yeah. We, we know that we have 24 hours. Well, let's yeah. talk about what those 24 hours are going to. Yeah. That's yeah. good. And making those checklists like like you were talking about that, that helps you do that, that is that is a good that is a good practice to have it's uh, it's one that I need to start yeah but I noticed that uh, um, Wednesday morning I got up and I got a notification on my phone that said my iMessage was messed up oh yeah and so I fixed my iMessage and it, and it warns you you know if you mm-hmm. don't fix your iMessage you can you cannot get messages and they'll right. just disappear yeah and, and they're, yeah. they're in the in, in the techno space up there and, yeah. and they're not ever coming to you <laughs> and so I, I fixed it about about seven o'clock I, I thought I fixed it and I noticed that entire day was quiet. Yeah, and I got done some good work that day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I worked hard. I got good work done. Yeah, and I sent out a few text messages. And nobody it, responded. Nobody responded. <laughs> uh, and then I realized that night about nine o'clock, it never fixed. Oh wow! And I yeah, fixed it. Yeah. And as soon as I fixed it, text ding, messages ding, ding, began ding, coming ding. in. Yeah, Not ones yeah. I'd missed, yeah. but current ones, right? Oh yeah. Um, so just sometimes, just turning your phone on. Silent, so you didn't get that you know? message I sent you? I didn't get anything Wednesday. <laughs> if you sent it Wednesday, I didn't get it. Uh, uh, I'm but, sure you missed some really good stuff. That's right. I'm sure I did. <laughs> I, I hope I didn't, you know. Uh, so, yeah. um, but j- sometimes just just quieting the noise yeah. and focusing on the task. Yeah, That's and man, good. silence is hard. It is. It is. Silence is hard for us that live in a world of so much busyness. Silence is hard, which is why I enjoy uh, Friday mornings in the office. Yeah, because it's quiet. It's There's quiet. nobody. We we our whole office closes on Friday. We all take the same day, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's quiet in there. So it's good. Yeah. Well, John, what are you preaching? I'm in Jeremiah, so uh, so I'm doing the uh, what they call the temple sermon uh-huh, this yeah. Sunday. It's uh, Jeremiah chapter seven, uh, which is you know why do you come in here uh, and mm-hmm. worship when your heart's far removed from me? Yeah. So it's a good one, man. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's uh, one of those easier passages to uh, 
to preach, and so it's mm. been fun this week uh, developing it. Finished it up this morning, yeah. actually, so it's good. That's good. That's good. What about you? You preaching in Matthew? I am in Matthew. Matthew chapter 12. <laughs> we talked about Sabbath today. Um, Matthew chapter 12, Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath, so we've got oh, a lot wow. of Sabbath issues. You, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's why I... I, I that was um, timed perfectly. That's it. I but you'd you almost think you'd almost think that there was a sovereign God that was oh, that was you know, lining these things up. I'm not so um, sure. That's right. Well, um, and, I, and then on Sunday nights we had begin our our series back. We started a while back. We've taken some breaks, but we are singing systematic theology. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I love it. Uh, we we just take a take a topic. Um, we address it uh, systematically yeah. and then we tie it into one of the hymns that we sing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, right now we're on, uh, you know, getting into God's purpose of grace and, and mm-hmm. that kind of area. And so we'll be, we'll be singing systematic theology. That's good. Um, hey, we're doing something on Wednesday nights. It's been real fun. We, um, I, I asked people to give me, uh, tough issues or tough things, yeah. tough verses, tough yeah. passages that they don't understand yeah. or have so been, you can flex your muscles on them or have been that? misapplied. Yeah. And so, no, I'm not doing it. Immediately, right. they're having to write them down and submit them yeah. to me because I'm not smart enough to do it off right. my head. So, uh, but it's been really good because I did one this past Wednesday night, and a guy came up to me and said, "Man, I've always wondered that, mm-hmm. you know." And so yeah. it's good those tough things that are out there. If you're like me, you're going to naturally avoid them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's been good to have to address some That's of those it. things. So it may good. get me in trouble too, you know. But That's right. So far, it's been good. That's right. Well, we do want to encourage you, Pastor. Uh, we encourage you to be faithful. Uh, we thank you for listening. Uh, we uh, cannot appreciate enough our listeners. Uh, we uh, ask you to you know like, uh, like, rate, and review us on iTunes. Uh, let us know uh, if there's any topic that we can address. We've got some big things coming in the future. We're lining up some interviews with some well-known folks, and so we are super excited about that. So keep uh, keep listening uh, for um, those interviews and for more book giveaways and the such. And so uh, we will see you next time. And until then, keep loving your imperfect church. And remember, one day she will be perfected in glory.